Hey, you guys, what is up? Welcome back to the podcast or welcome if you're new. Um, today, I want to talk about something that I've seen all over TikTok and Instagram. It's gone viral, has like almost, I don't know if it's almost a billion or, but it has like millions of views and it's lucky girl syndrome. So lucky girl syndrome is the belief that like you're super lucky. Um, everything in life is working in your favor. It's kind of a form of manifestation, which is what I talked about last week. So if you guys want to like have a deeper dive into manifestation, definitely listen to last week's episode. It was a really good one um, where I kind of break down like all the all the little nitty gritty things about manifestation and then how to actually do it in your own life. So that was a good episode. But today we're kind of like um, piggybacking off of that and talking about something more specific. And again, I've just seen it going around everywhere and I wanted to talk about it, kind of give my thoughts, what it is, how I see it in my own life. And yeah, it should be a good episode. Um, I have some stuff to update you guys on first though. Um, if you guys don't know, my birthday was on Thursday. Um, Capricorn season has officially come to a close. It's funny. My birthday is literally on the last day that you could be a, a Capricorn. Like if I was born a day later, I would be an Aquarius and my best friends in Aquarius. I love all my Aquarius queens and kings listening, but I definitely like, do not fit the Aquarius um, like description, the Aquarius vibe. Like if I was an Aquarius, I feel like I would feel like an imposter. Um, I don't know if that makes sense. If you guys are not into astrology, you're probably like rolling your eyes right now. But I definitely like fit the Capricorn like vibe, stereotype, like attributes to a T, um, which is why I, I just think it's so funny that if I had been born a day later, I'd be an Aquarius, which I feel like, again, just does not fit. But anywho, my birthday was on Thursday and my dad flew in from San Francisco to L.A., and oh my gosh, it's funny because we're talking about lucky girl syndrome, but I feel like my birthday was the unluckiest day ever. I woke up in the morning to go to my workout class and I turn on my car. Which I, have, I have a Tesla, which is obviously an electric car. I turn it on and I basically had like no battery. And I was so confused because I had charged it fully like a few weeks ago and then we had left. So I hadn't used it for weeks. And the last time I'd used it, it was pretty much fully charged. I was like, wait, what happened? And then I realized that I had left my car in sentry mode. So if you guys don't know what that is, sentry mode is when they have like those little cameras that um, record. So that way if someone like hits your door or anything like that, like you have footage of it, which is great. But then when I had that sentry mode on for like two weeks, it ended up just draining all my battery. So anyways, I get to my workout class and I'm already like low-key running late. And then I get out of my car and I'm like, I really need to charge it. So I'm trying to plug it in to the EV chargers. They weren't working. I had no idea why they were not working, would not charge, whatever. So I'm trying to get it to work. Then all of a sudden my hazard lights turn on and I have no idea why they turn on. And I remember I've, or I, and I've never actually had to use my hazards before, so I didn't know how to turn them off. And I'm like panicking. I'm trying to turn them off, like Googling on YouTube how to turn them off, whatever. And the parking garage attendant is like yelling at me that I need to turn off my hazards. And I'm like, I am trying, but I just like was not able to until finally I was able to turn them off. And then I obviously ended up missing my workout class. And then it was a whole thing. I had to drive all the way over to West Hollywood to charge my car. And it was a whole situation. And then my dad coming in here to LA from SF, 
like the brakes failed on his plane. So when they landed, like in, instead of like taxiing to the gate, they couldn't. So they had to wait on the tarmac for at least over an hour. And then they got like literally pulled into the gate like manually. And I thought that was just so crazy. So the morning of my birthday was kind of nuts. But then like he got here finally safe and sound. Thank goodness. And we walked around the, ro- the grove a little bit. We went to the cheesecake factory. Um, and then, like, you know, just hung out a little bit more. And then later that night, we went to Nobu, Los Angeles. I wanted to go to Nobu, Malibu, but Nobu, Malibu was literally fully booked to like the end of February, early March. It was crazy. And I was like, yeah, there's no way we're getting in there. So we went to Nobu, LA. It was super good. And then the next day, we played golf at this really nice uh, golf course in Beverly Hills. Then we went to the Ivy after for a little birthday lunch. The Ivy gave me the cutest little like birthday dessert platter, which is so nice of them. And then I went to Alfred's and I got a chaga cold brew, which is so good with macadamia nut milk and almond milk. If you guys have never had the chaga cold brew or the chaga chino from Alfred, it is so delicious. And they actually sell a bag of it like that you mix with hot water and like put milk or ice or keep it hot, whatever you want to do. And it's like made with mushrooms, but I don't know. It just tastes delicious. Like it doesn't taste like mushrooms. Don't worry. So I got that from Alfred's and I also got their matcha. Like both of those were low key kind of expensive, but I'm hoping that it's good and worth the money. Cause I feel like when it comes to coffee and matcha, like at least for me, I can definitely taste the difference between like a high quality versus low quality. So I'm hoping it was worth it. And then I also got these really cute little cups from Alfred for drinks. And it was like a little, my little birthday gift to myself. So that whole thing was really fun. And then also last week, um, I got new acting headshots with David Mueller Photography. If you guys are in like the LA area and you need new theatrical headshots, definitely check him out. He did such a good job. Check out my Instagram if you want to see. I've been posting like the different looks we did. But we did four different looks, like a younger look, a more edgy, kind of more professional, and then the kind of like the cool girl, skater girl type. And it was really fun. I always feel like photo shoots, just such a blast. Like they play music. I love vibing with the photographer, the makeup artist. Um, her name is Joan Gray. She did a really good job on the hair and makeup, and it was just like a really good time. So I really enjoyed that, and I love the results. And yeah, life has been kind of busy, like in the whole acting world. It's technically like what you consider pilot season right now, which means like, you know, all the networks are running their new pilots. So it's like busy, lots of auditions, you know, the agencies and managements are slammed. Like it's just kind of a crazy hustle and bustle time. But I feel like that's kind of fitting like with the new year, you know, everyone wants to get the ball rolling. So it's been good. Um, and I'm just happy to be down here finally. Um, but this Friday, uh, or Saturday, I guess I'm heading back to SF for my friend's birthday. Um, we're going to the palace, I think it's the palace restaurant in San Francisco or is it the palace hotel? I don't really know, but it's a really nice restaurant. That'll be really fun. So I will be going back to the Bay for just, just a day. Like I'm literally flying there Saturday morning and then coming back Saturday night. So it'll be a really quick turnaround. But yeah, other than that, I've just been in LA, living the LA life. Um, if you want to see like more of my day-to-day life, definitely follow me on TikTok. I've been trying to do like vlogs and like hairstyle videos, makeup videos, like recipes, the whole thing. So definitely follow me on there if you want to see more of like my day-to-day life. Um, as far as like TV, I've been watching this past week. 
I've been watching Emily in Paris, the new season. I'm not done with it yet. So please do not send me any spoilers because I'm still trying to get through it. Lily Collins just like slays it. She's such a talented actress. Honestly, the entire cast is amazing. And it's a really good show if you guys have not seen it it's on Netflix. But I would love to like some more recommendations for TV movies. If, so if you guys have anything that you've been watching that's really good, definitely let me know. I'm really excited for Wolfpack to come out on Paramount+. Plus. I don't even have Paramount+, Plus, and I will be getting the free trial at least to watch Wolfpack. Um, my acting coach's nephew um, is like the main character in that show. And then like I think there's one other girl that I sort of know that's in that show. I don't know. I need to confirm, but it looks really good. I'm really excited for that. But yeah, still send me over, you know, our TV and movie recommendations. Um, but yeah, that's kind of like all my little life updates. Now I want to get into the topic of today's episode, which is lucky girl syndrome. So again, it was a big trend going around on TikTok, kind of still is going around. And a definition I found um, online, it's like, obviously it's depending on who you ask, but it's an empowering practice that can see you fulfill your dreams by repeating daily affirmations such as everything works out well for me. So yes, it's kind of the belief that like I'm very lucky, things are in my favor, like the universe is treating me well, like the universe is, is in my favor. That's kind of the whole vibe of like if you have lucky girl syndrome, it's believing that you are lucky, like point blank period. <laughs> That's like the very simple definition. Um I feel like the popularity of this lies mainly in the simplicity. We obviously know like repeating something like things are always working out for me is quick and simple to do. It's also a good thing that you can write if you guys have a five-minute journal, which I highly, highly recommend you guys get one. I feel like I've talked about it on the podcast before, but if I haven't, um, I'm telling you now, (laughs) you need the five-minute journal. It really has made me start journaling when you know, for a while that was hard for me. So I definitely recommend it to anyone who wants to get into journaling, but like, that's a really good place to write down like three things that like make you feel lucky every day. But yeah, just repeating the things you're always working out is very simple, but it's very powerful to kind of feel like you're in charge of your own destiny. I feel like so often with life, things get really hectic and we feel like everything is out of our control, which often a lot of things are out of our control. And it is important to acknowledge that and recognize that. But at the end of the day, I feel like lucky girl syndrome, when you're focusing on little things that make you lucky, you're focusing on like things that you can control necessarily and not like, oh, all the like the unknowns that you cannot control. And at least for me, when I focus solely on things that I can't control, it honestly just like causes me to spiral and just be anxious and stressed and not in a very good headspace. So like focusing on the things I can control is really helpful. And I think that the whole like lucky girl syndrome, eh, you know, aligns with that. So it's kind of like manifesting that is focused on luck. And another thing I think I've talked about on the podcast before, and it's like well-known studied thing, like all scientists agree, our brains are wired to like focus on and grasp negativity. Uh, Meaning like, you know, everyone always hears like, if you say that you woke up on the wrong side of the bed, chances are your entire day is going to be not so great because your brain is looking for things to prove yourself right. I talked a lot about this last week's episode. So again, like really go listen to last week's episode if you haven't, because I feel like a lot of the topics I covered in that episode apply here. 
But anywho, um, when, yeah, when we tell ourselves like, oh, I woke up on the wrong side of the bed today, you are probably going to have a bad day because your brain is looking for ways to affirm that. But if you, t- if you tell yourself, if you wake up like, I'm so lucky I woke up, I'm healthy, I'm happy, like today's going to be a great day, everything is going to come to me, um, I'm so lucky the universe is in my favor, like that type of thing, your brain is going to be then focused on that. And it's going to be trying to find things in your day-to-day life to prove that statement correct. Meaning your brain could find some things in your day-to-day life that you wouldn't even have noticed before that make yourself feel lucky. Um, Like for example, if you're driving to work and you are just hitting all the green lights, if you woke up in the morning and you had the mindset like, I am so lucky, um, everything is in my favor today, lucky things are going to happen, you could see all those green lights and think, oh my gosh, I'm so lucky. Look at this. I get all the green lights. I'm going to work. I'm not going to be late to work. But if you just started your day off on the wrong foot or you didn't say anything at all, you may not even notice the green lights. Just think that's just part of the day. So I think it is really good that the lucky girl syndrome kind of puts your brain into a positive headspace and makes your brain um, try to seek out the positivity. And Mel Robbins had a great metaphor that I feel like is really useful. Mel Robbins is the author of The Five Second Rule. If you guys have not read that book, that is such a must read, especially in the new year. It's really, really, really good that just, I can't even like describe it, but it is just such a good book. Basically, the whole concept is The Five Second Rule, obviously, which she created. And it's this practice where whenever you are trying to do something that's hard, you don't want to do it, you'd rather procrastinate, whatever, you count down to five, go five, four, three, two, one. And the second you say one, you just go immediately. So if you're laying in bed and you just want to hit snooze on your alarm, you'd close your eyes and count that down from five, five, four, three, two, one. And then immediately once you say one, get out of bed because it takes our brain a few seconds to come up with excuses of reasons why we shouldn't do something. So the whole idea of the five second rule is we make a change before our brain uh, can think of those excuses. So anyways, that's who Mel Robbins is. Definitely recommend reading that book, but she had a great metaphor. She said that our mindset is like a pair of glasses. It's how we see the world and how we see the world is going to have a big impact on how we behave and therefore the actions that we take. So if you wake up in the morning and you put on your lucky glasses, you are going to be looking for things in your day to prove that you are lucky. And you're going to behave as if you're lucky and therefore take actions that could prove that you are lucky, therefore bringing more good things into your life. Now, in the morning, if you put on the, I'm going to have a bad day glasses, then that's all you're going to be focused on. Every day, you're going to be looking for things in your life to prove that you are having a bad day. Nobody wants that. Like the worst feeling is when you something bad happens and then it's like a snowball. You feel like everything bad is not happening. And there, and it's not that when something bad happens, all of a sudden the universe is like, I'm just gonna give her all the problems today. No, that's not how it works. What's happening is our brain is just more focused on the negativity, so we're noticing it more. Versus if we had been focused on the positivity, those negative little nuances would not bother us as much, you know? So I really loved that little metaphor from Mel Robbins. Um, and I think that's really, really important and uh, just a good thing to think about. And then some examples of lucky girl syndrome in my own life. Um, one could be when I get an audition. Every time I get a little audition request through my email from a manager or my agent or a self-submit, 
I am like, oh my gosh, I'm so lucky. I got not another audition. Wow, everything is working out. That's that's another example. One an- another one getting an extra item at a restaurant or Uber Eats. You guys, I swear this happens to me all the time where I will order like food from anywhere and I get it delivered and they accidentally send me two, which obviously I mean it's nice. I get a free meal, but like how lucky is that? I, I don't know why it always happens to me, but I wrote that down because I definitely think that that's something lucky in my life. Another one could be a package coming in early, discount codes online when you're shopping. I love honey or um, Rakuten has good ones, but it's always nice when you're shopping and you get a really good discount code. That really makes me feel lucky. Um, another one is social media posts performing well, finding money on the street, getting a bunch of green lights on the way to the gym. I mentioned that earlier, no traffic. So those are some examples of ways that I feel like I am lucky in my day-to-day life. So if you're listening to this, I highly encourage you guys to just write down a few things that happened today. If you're listening at night or if you're, if you're listening to this in the morning, at the end of the day, write down some lucky things that happened to you. Again, guys, it could be so minuscule. It could be, I got a good parking spot at work or I hit all the green lights or the barista wrote a nice little note on my coffee. Like it can be really small things. It doesn't need to be like, oh my gosh, I got a promotion. I'm so lucky. It can't be if you got a promotion today, amazing, but it doesn't need to be that big, right? Um, it's it's much more tangible and better to focus on the small things. So yeah, don't overthink it. Don't think about the big, big picture necessarily, but I think that it's important to recognize that. And it's good to write down the things that make you feel lucky because again, we're just like reinstating it in our brain as we're writing it down. Did want to touch on some negative aspects of this and kind of like debunk those, I guess. I hear a lot of people saying that lucky girl syndrome is a form of toxic positivity. Now, I disagree with this. Um, I really don't think that lucky girl syndrome is a case of toxic positivity. So if you guys don't know what toxic positivity is, is toxic positivity is a belief that no matter how dire or difficult a situation is, people should maintain a positive mindset. So when it comes to the whole idea of like lucky girl syndrome, obviously like if something really bad happens to you, you don't need to think like, oh, I'm so lucky. I think a better way to think about it would be, oh, you know, this thing happened to me but I'm really lucky. Um, I have a positive attitude. I'm going to find a way to get through this, right? I think that's a better way to phrase that. So we're not like disregarding the negatives that happen in life because I mean, that's literally life. That, that That's how it goes. Like you were never going to have just a straight line of only good things. Like we're going to have some hiccups along the way, which is totally fine. But lucky girl syndrome does not mean that you cannot recognize that. I also feel like um, some people think that lucky girl syndrome, like it means that you're kind of disregarding hard work. I also disagree with that because same thing with manifestation, you know, just saying something out loud or thinking it or believing that you're lucky, it's not going to make it come to you automatically. It still takes hard work. But I think that if you believe that you are lucky and let's say you're working towards a job and you believe like, you know, I'm so lucky I'm going to get a promotion. I feel like that motivates you to work for the promotion more. You know, I just feel like it's a way to motivate yourself to work harder. So again, that's just debunking that. I do not think that lucky girl syndrome is a way of just like ignoring the hard work it takes to get places because obviously that's very valuable. 
I think that I think that lucky girl syndrome actually helps motivate you to get to those places. And then another thing is, um, as, as some people think that this whole craze could leave people blame, blaming themselves for bad things happening, even if it's out of their control. Another thought I have on this, um, obviously there are some things that happen that are really not in our control. I feel like though it's a very small percentage of things that happen that are not so good that we literally had no control over, nothing to do with. There was nothing that could have been done to stop it. I think to an extent, almost everything in life that happens that maybe doesn't go so well, we have to take some level of accountability for. If you know something not good is happening and you are just saying like, oh, it's, it's not my fault. It's fine. Whatever. Like I'm lucky. Things will get better. You know, we got to take some accountability and recognize where we may have gone wrong that resulted in that happening. Again, that doesn't mean that we need to dwell on that, focus on that, or beat ourselves up, but having that acknowledgement can help us move forward. So yeah, I don't think that lucky girl syndrome is ignoring that. Um, It's just, it's not like focusing on the negative all the time. And then I also just think that some people, some people have the idea that, uh, that I also just think that some people have the idea that lucky girl syndrome is just like crazy, it's bogus. And as I say with everything in life, don't knock it till you try it. If you have never tried this, don't say bad things about it until you actually implement it in your life and just see what happens. You know, it may be a small change. You could experience a big change like a job promotion um, or some big positive news, or it could be small. But no matter the size, if this has some sort of positive impact on your life, then what's the harm, right? Like, why not? Um, So, you know, if if it doesn't work for you, then you have every reason not to believe it. But I think that it is important to give it a try. But yeah, I think that the main idea behind this theory is that if you repeat positive affirmations and truly believe in yourself, then good things will come to you. Again, like it's easy for us to say, oh, I never win anything and to kind of get into the rut of repeating negative things about ourselves. But lucky girl syndrome asks you to start expecting the best possible outcome. So remember that lucky girl syndrome asks you to start expecting the best possible outcome. So Try to say to yourself, the best things will always happen to me, or everything always works out in my favor. Those are some things that you could say every morning when you wake up, or you could write those down in your journal, little affirmations, and over time, you will start to believe that, and then you'll start to look for things to prove that right. So that's a kind of a way to just reframe your mindset. And then it's also, I think that it's about like raising your vibrations and to a more positive and higher frequency. Um, Because when we're navigating life at a higher frequency, good things start to happen because we're more open to them. That's another thing. A lot of people who are stuck in the negative headspace get really closed off and they're not willing to accept positive things into their life just because their brain is not wanting that. So with the lucky girl syndrome, it puts a vibration where we are willing to accept those positive things and really embrace them and realize that they are lucky things happening. So when you stay in a positive mindset, your life is going to follow suit. So essentially like what you believe is going to become like a self-fulfilling prophecy. And there have been a lot of people definitely that have said that this has worked for them. I mean, obviously you have the people on TikTok being like, I started practicing lucky girl syndrome and I got a raise or um, I got to go on a free trip or I got good news from, from a family member 
or my mom got out of the hospital. Like there have been really big instances, but also there have been small ones where people got a free coffee at the coffee shop or somebody paid for them in the drive-thru. So I think that like you could go down a whole rabbit hole on TikTok and find a bunch of videos on this if you want, but it definitely is working. And I really think that if you put these things into practice, you are going to see dramatic improvements in your lives. And at least for me, I have totally noticed a difference when I start implementing this kind of lucky girl mindset versus being so stuck in the negative rut. It's been really helpful to me. And I think that it could be really helpful to you guys as well. So I'm glad that I made this little episode kind of chatting on this. Um, I'm curious to know what you guys think about the whole lucky girl syndrome. Do you think it's true? Do you think it's bogus? Have you tried it? If you have tried it, I'd be really curious to kind of know your thoughts. Um, Again, like at the end of the day, don't knock it till you try it. It can't hurt. More positivity is never a bad thing. And like, let me know what you guys think. I, again, it's been a lot of Again, it's brought a lot of good things in my life, and I think it could do the same for you. So that is going to be all for today's episode. I think this was going to be a little bit of a shorter one, but it is late at night, so I do kind of want to go to bed. And also, I feel like I didn't have a ton to say on the topic, except for what I touched on. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed. Make sure to give the podcast a rating and review as always. It really helps. Share the podcast. It's available on Apple, Spotify for sure, and I think like Amazon podcast, but I've never checked that out. So maybe it's there, maybe it's not. We'll see. Um, and yeah, I will talk to you guys in my next episode. Bye.